All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. You are joined here, as always, with myself, Francesca, and my co-host, Kennedy Vantapool, over to my, my left. Don't know if it's your right. <laughs> How are you, Kennedy? Enjoying life, my dear. Just happy to be here um, to continue our podcast and to deal with those struggles that we have in our lives on a daily basis. It's interesting. Um, everybody, everybody, everyone does not go through the same struggles, but mm. we all have struggles. Right. We need to be aware and figure out what ours is. And so we need to learn from each other in the process how we handle ours so you can you have a roadmap, you have an example that you can that can help you in mm-hmm. dealing when your struggles come up. And the whole point of this podcast is to be able to talk candidly about struggles that we that we go through as disciples that aren't necessarily spoken about at church or even amongst ourselves. Um, I think, you know, as, as followers of Jesus, there's a temptation to appear perfect. Yes. To appear put together. Because yeah. after all, we're a new creation, right? That's right. That's exactly right. And it's interesting. That's why we're dealing with change. Mm. <laughs> that's why we're dealing with the subject we're dealing with, because we are trying to change the, 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 uh, our belief system, change our, the, the way we look at things and begin to see them from a different perspective. As we're talking about change, and we're going to get into today's topic, um, but as we're talking about change, do you think that um, because change is such a difficult thing for people to grasp, having to change what they might have believed about certain topics that we're speaking about would be challenging for them because it is part of a change as we're talking about, you're having to change what you know, something that's been ingrained within you, whether it's based on the religion or, de- or denomination you're a part of, whether it's how you grew up. <laughs> because, you know, a lot of the times we do things because that's what, well, when I was, you know, what always, um, I'm jumping over things here, but it's the same point. What mm-hmm. always makes me chuckle a bit, I do it sometimes as a parent, but when I hear parents say things like, um, well, you know, when I was a boy, you know, when I was a girl, this and this and this. So yeah. therefore, because it meant, because this happened here, it means that it should happen here. And yeah. we don't take into consideration the change yes. that has happened yeah. over the years. Yeah. And not just change to, you know, to, to how things are done in society and all the rest of it, but change in resources that we yeah. have. Yeah. You know, I remember yeah. thinking to myself, oh, I would never give my child a, a, a mobile phone. <laughs> Right. No, I'm not going to give my, my children are still too young for mobile phones. Right. 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 But I'm thinking, you know, they won't. And, and at the time, a few years ago, it's about 10, 15 years ago, I would see um, certain people giving their kids phones at what I thought was a young age. And right. you would get those parents would get put down a lot for it. Now. You get children probably younger than that kid 
Yes. With a phone. And it's normal. Yes. But that ties in with it with the subject we're dealing with today, position. You have to learn to change our position when it comes mm -hmm. to change. Um, and uh, the, the challenge with the change is that we are leaving the familiar, mm -hmm. entering into the unfamiliar. We are, we are leaving what, what we are accustomed to now to get into something that we're not accustomed to. The other challenge that we have in terms of, of, of the transition, because it's not actually the change. The problem is not the change. Yeah, because we don't have control over the change. 99.9% mm. .9 of the times, we don't have control over the change. Mm. The, the challenge that we have is the transition, which actually has to do with our position, our convictions. In addition to that, the changes that we made brought us to where we are. So that which brought us to where we are, we don't want to give it up. Right. Because we seem ungrateful that, okay, you have to bring me here, but now I need to get rid of you mm. or get rid of it or get rid of whatever it is. And so we have difficulty divesting ourselves of that, didn't understand that that was designed to take us from point A to point B. And now, therefore, you got to get rid of it if you want to go to point C. Right, right, right. So that brings us in, as you said, perfectly into today's uh, topic, which is all about positioning positioning ourselves for change and participating in change. So let's 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 look at the position of change. Let's look at that. We've talked, you just touched on it. So I want to elaborate yes. on that a bit more. Yeah, um, um, change is not, when we say position, we tend to think of the physical. Position is tied into the physical. Um, but when it comes to, to, to change and transitions, but transition more specifically, well, it changes itself as well. But it has to do with our, well, no, no, it has more to do with the transition because the change normally is physical, it's normally situational. So from the psychological standpoint, there are things we've got to change. So our, our positions can include the physical, mental, sociological, financial, um, psychological, or spiritual. So we must always be on the change to change, changing our positions. So for example, Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 18 tells us that, but growing grace in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, to him be glory, uh, both now and forever. So growth means change. And this means movement, not just physically, but like I said, across the board. Right, right. So how does, as I said, we were talking about just now, that, that having to that change, and if we know it's not the change, it's the transition, because the change has already occurred, right? So right, right. if you look at this, the example that we were talking about just now, um, times have changed. It just is what it is. Right. There's nothing we can do about that. Times have changed. Yes. Yes. What about what about that transition and how do we accept that transition and change our position when it comes to change? One of our one of our greatest uh, challenges is being right. OK, so, for example, if you go back to, to um, if you had hold on to not giving a child a phone at until they get 16 or 18, um, and as the world changes, we recognize that you can't wait until then. That's impossible now to give them at, at, at 18 mm. because of the changes that have taken place. But you have to change your position, your perspective, your attitude, your outlook. All those things have got to change in order for you to give the child a phone at, at age 10, at age 12, at mm. age 6, at age 7. Because what is fascinating about it is that they know more about the phone than we do. Listen. At an early age and an early stage. 
when my when 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 um our, our grandchild was about um um three four years old he was helping us with our phones it's I, I find it fascinating like i've got an 18 month old and it's the fact that he understands if the phone is so if the phone is is like this and it's, it's a blank screen he doesn't know how to unlock it but he understands that some something look something needs to happen for the light to come on right yeah. Yeah. So the phone up and he's like some he doesn't look at this and think oh it's it's not working let me just put it right Right. He looks at it and he's like, something, something needs to happen for it to come on, right? Yes. So you're absolutely right. It's fascinating. I think, I think where children's and young people's minds are is a good, firm example of the difference between change and transition. Where yes. I feel like trying to the change has happened and trying to make sense of the transition is almost like, well, we're already here. Right. You're behind. You need to catch up, right? Right. Right. So it's like that idea of having to catch up with the change that has occurred and then positioning yourself to that. Um, there's a question I want to ask. You know, I'm going to ask it now. And if you think we should wait until the end after we talk about participation, then we'll do that. Um, but the, I'm going to ask the question now. Is there ever a time we can say as disciples or just as anyone that we don't accept a change? or we don't position ourselves in that change, or we don't accept that transition? Is there ever a time where we don't just do that? Yes, we try. Let me put it this way. We try, but in the process, we end up um, hurting ourselves. We end up hurting other people. So when you look at the children of Israel, for example, um, because of their, their refusal to change position and understand that they were no longer in Egypt, um, those 21 years and up died in the wilderness before getting into Canaan. So you can't change change. Mm. You, you can't change change. You can't reverse change. Um, and so when you can't reverse change then and you refuse to go along with the transition, you get hurt. You end up getting hurt in the process. But what about, so um, the transitions and the changes I'm talking about might be certain worldviews that might not yes. align with the biblical views that we hold. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. The world has changed in that way. Yes. How do we, I don't know if it's so much about accepting the change or what it is, but how do we fall in line with that? Or how do we reconcile what we're talking about with something like that? Okay. Uh, Jesus, Jesus is a perfect example of that. Um, he changed his position and came to earth. He changed his body to become human. He gave up being God to become man. He mm. died so that we may live. He became a child even though he created the universe. He was obedient to his earthly parents even though he was their father. Mm. So, so when we begin to understand this concept of, of change, we now, rather than trying to resist it, we now begin to go along with it and begin to deal with our transitions so that, because... It is for our benefit. Mm. Change is always for our benefit. Okay. The change that God designed, let me, let me qualify that. Change that God designs in our lives are for our benefit. They're, they're, they're intended to, to, to propel us, to, to push us, to thrust us into our future. 
Right. So when we don't, we, we end up lagging behind. And when you lag behind, if you look at nature, the, the animal that lags behind that's not a part of the pack ends up being killed. Mm. Mm. So, so we, end up, we end up destroying ourselves when we refuse to accept the changes and change our position. The, the challenge is not, again, the physical. It is more the mental. How do I now switch from the way I grew up now to, 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 to make the adjustments so I can bring up my children, so I can make the adjustments that I need to make Going back to the example you use again to give my child a phone. Mm -hmm. Same thing. We, we had the same struggle. We had the same struggle and our children were asking us um, um, for, for a phone when they were, when they were young. And um, as a matter of fact, we had reached a stage where they had to buy, they had to buy their own phone because they were working. They were working, um, um, they were working for, the, for, 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 for the family business. And so they had to end up until they could show that they could, they could pay for it, then they couldn't. But we have our niece in law staying with us now. And she got a phone before they actually got of one course, and she doesn't yeah. have to pay for it. Right. You see, you even see the changes within just amongst us. I saw I saw different changes even within um, you know, growing up. And yeah. and always joke about to my younger brother, my my mom's youngest, and you know, and talk about privileges that he even even our adopted sister, cousin, adopted sister, mm -hmm. you know, our sister, youngest sister, even with her, we saw um, that, you know, you got certain privileges we didn't get. Yes. What's yes. going on? Yes. <laughs> you know? Um, and because, like, our parents, because our parents' position changed. Yeah. yeah. They understood that it is not the same world that when they when when they grow. And when we don't do that, we get resistance. When you don't uh, get that, that's when you have a lot of problems in our homes mm. because the child is at one stage, the parents are at another stage, and we're not all on the same page. So that moves us very good into everything that we just talked about, and starting from using Jesus as an example of how he positioned himself for change. Um, he positioned himself so that he could participate in that change. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we participate in the changes occurring in our lives. Um, we have to make plans for change. You have to. They're going to happen, whether we want them to or not. Mm. So if you're prepared for them, we'd better equip them to deal with them and to enhance our lives. So since change is inevitable, it is incumbent upon us to participate in, anticipate, and participate in those changes. Resisting is only going to bring is going to be make us stressful and miserable. How does you pop? So let's give an example. How do you participate in a change? So if okay, we... you anticipate, you anticipate it and uh -huh. you embrace it. So God, God is always sending us warnings before we actually go through them. We must be looking out for them, or else we're not going to we're not going to catch them. So so how do we go about it? Adjust your goals and plans over time to, um, to take into account the actual uh, uh, prospective changes. We need to keep abreast and begin to evaluate um, trends in our community. So, for example, just talk about trends of, of technology. Um, be aware of what is happening in our field in which we are, we are, we are, we are our lives in which we operate. Um, take into consideration the nation, the world. Determine the skill and the knowledge uh, that we need to meet the emerging needs and new situations. And we need to also create opportunities to expand our own 
horizon, our family's horizon, our friends, our co-workers, our community um, skills and our knowledge. We need to read with understanding the word of God and write down those things that you have learned. Implement what you have learned. Share it with others. Um, speak with the intention to be understood. Um, listen um, actively. Everyone has a story. And observe critically what's going on around us. And then cooperate with others. Take, recognize that others are in our lives to help us. And advocate and influence, especially our youth. Resolve conflict through negotiation. Help guide others, others through the process. Once we understand that the best way to learn and to implement and the best way to, to, to be an expert in it is help others. And always be willing to learn and expand our world. And if we do that, then change will not change in the transitions that we go through. We'll embrace them rather than run from them. When we first started this series, um, one of the things that we said in the introduction, we spoke about very briefly was the massive change, the massive worldwide change that happened um, with the COVID-19 pandemic. Right. And one of the things as you were speaking just now, I thought about is, I think a lot of the times we need to realize that we are more resilient and more capable of positioning ourselves and participating in change than we realize. And I think if it's one thing that really showed us that, was the pandemic, was being in lockdown and realizing, you know, and having things like <clears throat> your livelihood and, and all these things being tested, right? Yeah. And the reason I say that is I was looking on my, um, on my social media uh, the last few days and a lot of businesses are posting, hey, celebrating my one year anniversary in business, right? And when you look at it, okay, that was, you know, the major lockdown was around 2020. We had some of that in 2021. And if people are celebrating a year in business, it shows me that they took the pressures of 2020, the change of 2020, they positioned themselves for a change, participated in that change and created a business. I am one of the people that in about six days, I'll be celebrating my one year of working um, literally for myself, 100%, you know, I'm my only source of income. In terms of my business, is my only source of income, right? Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm someone like that, and I've got numerous, whether it's clients or friends that are celebrating being one year in business. As a matter of fact, how long have I been running this podcast? About a year? Yeah. A year and yeah. a bit? So it's just showing me that I think what we need to realize is um, as you said, anticipate the change, embrace the change, because actually we're a lot more capable of doing it than we, than we yes. think we are. Yeah. But we fall, into, we fall into actually four categories when it comes to um, change. We, we watch change happen. We talk about change happening. We ignore it, or we make the changes. Mm. And we need to understand that change is much, much bigger than we are. We can't fight it and win. Right, 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 right. Right. Fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic. I love it. I love it. Um, we're going to end it off here today. But as I said, I think I feel like the one thing that I want to encourage people um, today is realizing, as I said, you are more capable of the changes that you're going through, of going through those changing changes positioning yourself for those things as you said anticipating those changes not just watching them or talking about them but being engaged with them and participating in the changes that are happening 
um, in our lives because you never know what come out at the other end. You never know what can come out the other end once we decide to accept that transition and and fall into line with it. Yeah. So in, in the process, we need to know what's over. Understand what is over. Knowledge is power, um, and when we utilize it. Uh, so know what's coming to an end, be clear about it, write it down, as uh, it's going to reduce um, transitions. True, we'll not want to give it up, but soon we must, and to reduce stress, learn to let go of what we must. Um, because we need, we, in, in order for us to do that, we need help, outside help. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to help and to show us exactly what needs to be over within our lives. And let's let's make the the necessary transitions and just enjoy enjoy the ride sit back relax enjoy the ride whatever changes and transitions god bring about in our lives understanding that they are for our benefit amen thank you very much kennedy for another fantastic uh, episode guys listen um we made this announcement last time uh, if you're just listening to us here for the first time you want to make sure that you number one listen to the other the other episodes they were great but also join us for our free uh, no, you're not joining us. No, you're sending in your questions. I'm getting confused with the live Q&A. You're sending in your questions for our uh, pre-recorded Q&A session. Um, this is just a session that we have halfway through or at the end of this series, the first series, where we take your questions and we pre-record them, not to be confused with our live Q&A. The announcement for that will come later on in a few weeks' time. But for now, we want to make sure that you get your questions in for our Q&A session. We need to get your questions in by the 27th of March. The episode, the Q&A episode will air on the 30th of March. So please make sure to get your questions in before then ideally by the 27th of March. How can you leave your questions? Well, there's lots of ways that you can do it. You can comment um, down below in the on this video if you're looking at us um, um, and listening from YouTube. And we will acknowledge that we have your question and uh, we will acknowledge that we, you know, that, that you know, it's, it's been noted down to be responded to within the Q&A session. Another way that you can post your questions is if you follow us on our social media pages, you can send us a DM or you can um, comment on one of our posts, ask us a question. We'll, again, we will acknowledge it. All the details for our, our social media will be in the description below and also on the last slide of this video. So you can pause it and take a note of that. You can also send us an email. So you can send an email at info at kingdomuniversitynetwork.com and let us know what your question is for the Q&A session. If you have any other questions, please reach out to us on any of those platforms. And as always, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our videos. Thank you very much. And we'll see you again for another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Peace. Thank you.